This is episode 688 for June 2021. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is, from again, from the Maximum Carnage video game. It's a cover of the song called Streets of New York. Uh, Consolas on YouTube did that cover. So if you played the video game back in the day, you probably recognize that song. It was in the video game. Uh, before we get to this uh, second part of Maximum Carnage that JR and I are on an adventure with, over the next three months, um, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to this one. Uh, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And a perk, one of the many perks that they get, is their name read in front of each episode. So a big thank you goes out to Gene. Uh, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, uh, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, O4, Scott F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Hafskumo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael, Mitzi86, Nick, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and we also have... Toby Z. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. You get exclusive podcast episodes only available to Patreon members. Also, you get uh, behind-the-scenes info, and you also get many more perks. So log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and help support the site and pay the bills and ensure more episodes come out in the future. All right. Maximum Carnage Part 2. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to Spider History with JR. We've got uh, George on the line. <laughs> We're waiting for JR to click on the link uh, as we join the show. And say his name like Beetlejuice and he shall appear. Here is JR. What's going on, sir? All right. I am ready to go. Are you? We're th- so last month, we tackled, what, the first five issues of Maximum Carnage. Uh, George politely bowed out, <laughs> which I understand. Uh, are you, are you sad about that, George? George didn't bow out. George went to bed. <laughs> and honestly, I, I don't know that I'm going to make the second show tonight. I'm going to try, but I, I am drained. I, I understand. So we're going to start with part six of 14. Oh, hold on. Uh, let me, I got the wrong tab. Let me do this real quick. There we go. So we're starting in web one Oh two. There we go. Beautiful looking Alex Savick art on the cover. You got Demogoblin carnage, Morbius shriek, doppelganger and venom. Oh, and, and Spider-Man <laughs> on the cover. Take me through part yeah, six. Yeah, just uh, coincidentally, Spider-Man is appearing in his own magazine. Yeah, there you go. Surprise. All right. As we begin, I want to recap some of the caveats I made from the previous episode. Okay. Before we go full tilt. First of all, I know, of course, that how successful Maximum Carnage was for Marvel over the last 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Three trade editions, a hugely popular video game, which many people found even before they realized that there was a comic book behind this toy releases and a lot of spider fans who, although who aren't blind to this maxi series, 
in its weaknesses and problems, but still love it as a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So I'm one of those. I'm one of those. uh, Writers and artists are still getting residual checks from the reprints. It's still talked about with considerable passion. 30 days later, 30 days, 30 year, almost 30 years later. Yeah. Can you imagine this thing has been out for 30, 30 years? years? Yes. So, and yes, I know it is a friggin' comic. Book. Adam is asking, did he miss the first installment? It was May's spider history. So if you go back and listen, look on your podcast player and also our YouTube channel, you can see the recording of May. So and on we- the, on the Pandora's too. Yeah, it's it's on Pandora, Spotify, yeah. and any podcatcher. It's got the crawl space. It's like Visa. It's everywhere you want to be now. <laughs> That's because Maximum Carnage was too big and too epic of a story to be contained in one podcast. It has to go over three podcasts. This is merely yes. two of three boys and girls yeah. because the story cannot be contained. Can't. It, it could. I could do well, that. Well, yeah, it could, but it won't. <laughs> I could absolutely encapsulate it in one episode, and it would it would take me a minute. It sucks. Yeah, but I mean, you could. I mean, but you can't just uh, you know you can't get to the depth of its awfulness in just one episode. There's not a lot of depth here, Jr. There's just a lot of well, awful. Mary is <laughs> super excited to hear Jr.'s complete maximum carnage. I am too, Mary. Well, Thanks, man. What's going on, man? Maybe we'll do a trade of all three all three podcasts together. <laughs> And we'll pr- put them out for the next 30 years. <laughs> I think I will be dead by then. But anyway, anyway, take, take me through this Terry Cavanaugh book. <laughs> I, just oh. wanted tri- I just wanted to trigger George. <laughs> I'm fine. I got my cheese. It's I'm good. All right. Let me take a swig of Mountain Dew. Got a nice splash page here. JR. Look at Morbius going after these guys. You mean Jared Leto? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay. So anyway, Thinking uh, well, issue, the, the issue opens. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're a little bit ahead of me there. Oh, sorry. Uh, the issue opens with large pa- parts of Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, literally burning to the ground, while Carnage Two, Malcolm McBride, drifts through the blood strain, blood stained streets. There you All go. Right? We see a bunch of punks attacking a pregnant woman, while <laughs> Morbius, the living vampire, is watching over her, which then turns into a two-page spread of Morbius attacking the punks. Yeah. But, but look at that. What strikes me most about this is that before Morbius joined the action, he made sure he stopped off and got himself a manicure because <laughs> look at those blood red nails. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's almost like a Bon Jovi song, blood red nails on his fingertips. Adam anyway. says that looks like hot topic Joker. <laughs> so anyway, more Max- of it, you know, Ma- maximum carnage. The JR cut says horn of sack. <laughs> So Morb is nothing if not a man with style. So anyway, well, naturally, since these are vicious punks, we yeah. don't care that Morbius uses them for a, a little light snack, you know. And while he's choking down some red corpuscles, he finds out that he's being watched by Venom, Cloak, and the Black Cat. As Cloak and Venom are trying to recruit him to the cause. Aww. Meanwhile, Peter is dealing with his... You know, turn to the page. What's he dealing with, uh, Brad? What uh, he was? Uh, I'm just getting there. I just uh, getting there. Getting there. Oh, I remember his ribs. His he's ribs. Dealing with his cracked 
ribs. Oh, his ribs. Look at that. Looks like he's on the can right there. Poor guy. Yeah, he actually kind of does look like he's on the can. You know? It's like uh, he's, he needs some, you know, he needs some spider vegetables. Looks like he, looks like he just went to Chipotle. Yeah, he, he's bound up with symbiote. He's got the, he's got the runs and uh, whatever. What, 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 what was it they were giving me? E. coli? What, what, what was it with uh, I don't Chipotle? Remember. Yeah. botulism they had some it was something yeah you're right there, there, there was something going on they had to shut them down for a day or something mm-hmm. but but anyway and let me hearken back to last podcast when brad asked the when hornacek i believe our, bo- okay. our bo- boy hornacek said hey didn't mary jane go to a party or something while this was all going on okay next page brad i'm getting there let's see did mary jane go to a party during maximum carnage let's find out Boom! Loose Boom. Gifts and stamina, she says. Hornacek once again has proven to be a master of, of precognition or whatever. So she's smoking at this point. Uh, she's still smoke. Well, are you talking about literally smoking a cigarette, <laughs> or are you talking about is she smoking hot? Uh, cigs. Oh, okay. Or are you talking about, or should we use the English term for them? No, we should not. Oh, okay. okay. So, anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so Mary Jane, who got in an argument with Peter over his being Spider-Man again, is out dancing with other men at a oh, nightclub no. in Midtown Manhattan. Okay. So Midtown Manhattan. All right. Now, of course, the last five issues, I mean, of course, you know, we know what's been going on. Now, Manhattan is a pretty big island, but it's not so big that downtown can be on fire and no one will notice in Midtown. Okay. And of course, and see, Mary Jane is not just at any club. She's at a club called the deep Deep. and the deep. And it's this club's opening night. Oh man. Look at the crowds there. The paparazzi are there. Okay. It's packed to the gills. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the frightful four of carnage shriek, the demogoblin and doppelganger strike. Now the point I made, last time a number of times in the podcast is that this city would be under martial law. Yeah. The national guard would be out. The military would be out. There'd be tanks in the street as well as up other superheroes. No one would be out. No, nothing would be open. I mean, come on. Nothing was open in, in light of Sa- hurricane Sandy. Nothing was like open when <laughs> the coronavirus struck or whatever. Uh, and an event like this would literally draw these monsters out. To I come mean, literally, I mean, literally when you, when we saw that picture of carry on, it looked like he was in no man's land from Batman. Yeah. Remember when the earthquake yeah. hit Gotham, yep. right? it looked bad. Yeah. And then you flash to somewhere else in the city. And it's like, oh, life is going on as normal. I'm like, no, nah, that's not how this would go down. That's not yeah. exactly. No, exactly. And that's the thing. It's just, I mean, they've already, they slaughtered, I mean, again, <laughs> there's, they, they've slaughtered hundreds of people by now. And yet there's this party going on in Midtown, you know, Mary Jane's out dancing and crap. Yeah, the, the FF and, and Avengers are out of town, yeah. which we'll find out. But uh, so anyway, uh, you know, this, this, you know, this is, it's, it's one of those where, you know, there's certain things you're willing to accept. Am I willing to accept yeah. evil alien symbiotes from outer space? Absolutely. Am I willing to accept radioactive bitten teenagers who turn into <laughs> Spider-Man? Absolutely. 
am I willing to accept that a nightclub is open and full of people in the midst of, uh, of utter catastrophe? Absolutely not. So props, uh, props to carnage though, for murdering random club douchebags. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like, as, as long as he doesn't get our redheaded, you know, uh, it's, it's God's work. He's doing check out this guy with the shade, moving people from the gene pool. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. Carnage needs to get that guy. Carnage needs to get that guy. Yeah. So anyway, we, we quickly switch to Spider-Man lifting a car off an injured civilian and we get our only, our only, our second hint. Okay. Uh, that, um, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, but I go, oh, go up just a little bit, Brad, just a little okay, bit. There you go. Spider-Man see emergency authorities are right behind me, buddy. You'll be okay. Situation's under control, Spider-Man. Okay. Emergency authorities. Who says that? Yeah. Not the cops, not the military, not the army, not shield, the emergency authorities. And who are, who is that? I mean, come on. Emergency at the, where were they? Where were they five issues ago? <laughs> anyway, well, our band of merry men and one woman, uh, <laughs> this superhero that, that is make it to the nightclub. And after how many pages of fights? Okay. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, there's there, that's page ten of the fight. All right, a yeah. full page jobby there. Okay, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, and uh, oh, and then finally they all get away. Okay, the the bad guys all run away. So anyway, half literally half of this comic, half yeah. of this comic that you paid a grand total of a dollar twenty five for boys and girls, which, you know, I mean, I, yes, I know, boy, it was cheap there. What are you griping about? No, listen, back in 19, ni yeah, but in 1990s money, that was different. Yeah. 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 And so anyway, one, this half of this issue is one long yeah. fight of just nothing, you yeah. know, just a bunch of, you know, slapping around or whatever. Mar Mary says at this point uh, with all the Marvel events, New York city has been taken over on a weekly basis. So no one flinches anymore, which is probably true. They, they've survived Galactus. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, 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 I know the world outside your door, boys and girls. And just the previous year, they got snapped in half by Thanos. So well, <laughs> yeah, to, maybe, maybe there's like a villain, you know, kind of like, you know, there's weather advisory. Maybe they have that for villains yeah. in the Marvel universe. Like this is a watch the current threat level. Like, like one is maybe like, uh, uh, absorbing man broke out of jail. And then five is like Galactus, maybe like three, <laughs> the scrolls scrolls what, are what, out. What do you think this one is? This is a two or a three. Uh, this, this should probably be, uh, this probably, this might be a three or four. I mean, this is, this, this is big, this is actually fairly big. Uh, and, but the, everything, but like JR said earlier, uh, a lot of the stuff outside of what's going on here doesn't react that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the casualties though, of the fight is uh Morbius's manicure because, uh, his nails are no longer blood red. You know, if you if you go through there, at, uh, I mean, there's just so much. Hey, hang on, hang on. Go back one panel, Brad. Go back one panel or two panels now. Go back two panels. This one. All right, all right. Yeah. See, scroll back. Scroll to the left. Okay. okay. Uh, see how the people are like one color. Yeah. Like in the foreground, it's like there was so much going on in this issue. The colors eventually was like, you know what? I'm I, I'm just gonna make like the like the the non heroes. I'm just gonna make them one color, like they're in the background. Like this is an easy comic or something like that. Because I've got way too much to color. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, 
you know, so anyway, Morbius loses this match here. Uh, Mary Jane gets knocked out. Um, you know, uh, and uh, I, then I have to ask, you know, I'm thinking, what, as I'm reading this and I'm thinking, boy, it's taking 10 pages or whatever, you know, and I keep thinking, George, if Stegron were in this fight, yeah, would it last oh, this, this, this wouldn't have gone 14 issues uh, <laughs> or, or 30 issues or however long it was 14, 14 issues. This wouldn't have gone 14 issues. This would have been one issue and there'd be a lot of dead people on his tail. Uh, he just turned half of New York into, into like, you know, like <laughs> primitive apes and the other half of the reptiles and just had them fight it out. Yeah. So, well, for some inexplicable, re- inexplicable reason, because all the villains are just talking about how much they love fighting, but then they decide to bail and run away. So Spider-Man and friends uh, help the uh, help the people in the club. And then Spider-Man says, because remember, at the end of issue number five, Spider-Man, the last, we had a last page, one panel of Spider-Man saying, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm, you know, he's going to, he's doing his best, uh, Albert Finney. Uh, was it Albert Finney? From uh, Network? No, Albert Finney. I'm mad as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What wasn't Albert Finney. That wasn't Albert uh, Finney. Um, no, I'm trying to remember who that was. I can't think of I it. Can, I can yeah. find out real quick. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he was mad as hell. He's not going to take it anymore. If you're going to be savage, I'm going to be savage. I'm going to you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so. When the fight's over, Spider-Man says, well, Venom, I'm with you all the way now. But Morbius and I have bad blood between us. So, Morbius, you just stay away from me. That was Peter Finch as Howard. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. (laughs) So, anyway, so I'm willing to work with you, Venom, but you keep Morbius away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whatever. Uh, and, okay, you know, and here's the, and basically Venom says, oh yeah, you're so tough, Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you know, well, you can help if you can keep up with us. And Spider-Man is thinking, oh, how low do I have to sink when now that Venom doesn't even trust me? Well, why says, would he? Why would Adam, anyone trust you, Peter? All you've done is whine. You just sit there in the background while New York getting torn up. You're, you know, whining and wagging your finger and telling Venom, don't be mean, don't be mean. Adam is wanting to know who did the art. It was the great underrated Alex Savick. Love his art. Who is willing to do commissions for you of up, down Spider-Man. I'm looking at it right now. If you're willing to pay the price. I did. Beautiful. Anyway, for, so the issue ends for the second time in a row with Spider-Man talking about just how tough he's going to be. Six down. Eight to go. Okay. We're, the next one is Amazing Spider-Man 379. Let me pull this up, JR. All righty. And what would your grade be for that one? I mean, can you grade these or? <laughs> I'm not going to grade these individually because they're, yeah. they're all crap. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it'd be D, D minus, variations of yeah. Ds. They're yeah, just this- not... This it's isn't quite personally, yeah. yeah. It's not quite personally offensive yet because, you know, it's just yeah. it's 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 stupid, but it's not uh, it's not Dan Dan Slot kind of offensive. It's, not quite. It's like it's like over half of the like three fourths of this is literally just the same issue over and over again. It yeah. is. I mean, it literally. It, it really. It, it, it really just, is. It's, it came out in the summer. It came out in the summer I graduated, which was 1993. This is a big movie blockbuster in the vein of Independence Day. Uh, I mean, it's just 
mindless are mindless fun is what this is in my opinion it's not well i was about to say you're being uh, that's uh, you're you're being pretty hard on independence day if you're comparing maximum carnage to this i like or i like this that. better than independence day actually <laughs> uh, all right no. so we got bagley on art who's who's writing this is this michelining yep this is michelining yeah. yep. the one guy who's willing to come out and admit that he was he was a <laughs> it wasn't one of his, it wasn't his best days. Mm. Uh, in fact, I don't think he lasts much longer uh, after no, this event. By the no. way, um, I think he's done by another within the next year. Um, so anyway, so they're all the Spider-Man and friends now have gathered at the Brooklyn orphanage where Cletus Casty grew up. And Black Cat's, you know, why are we here? Well, it might spark some ideas, <laughs> says Spider-Man. But then Venom and the Black Cat think of the Fantastic Four. Hey, Venom says, Reed Richards has a sonic gun that kind of, you know, kind of tickles. Maybe we ought to use that on Venom or Venom on Carnage. And Black Cat says, yeah, we could recruit the Human Torch because symbiotes don't like fire. And Spider-Man says, the Fantastic Four are out of town. The Avengers, too. So, oh, we'll just take care of that. Oh, but Firestar might be a good substitute. Yeah, get some Iceman in there, too. Firestar. How does he know that Firestar is in town? That it's like, you know, what, Mary Jane went dancing, so he just went out trolling for redheads? No, you know, so like, no, nope, nope, hey. nope. He's hung out with the New Warriors, the heroes of the 90s. Come on. You How does he this. know that Firestar's in town? The He knows the Avengers are out of town. You know well, what? I mean, okay, I got, he- I got it. I got it. I got it. She's an amazing friend. He knows when an amazing friend is in town. So Iceman's not in town then. He's because not. we don't we don't hear about the X-Men at all during this. The X-Men are supposed to be up in Westchester, you know. That's where mm. Ravencroft is, right? And so, but but you know, so they do all that, you know, the Carnage breaks out of Westchester. Did the X-Men give her care? No, no, not at all. Killing just a bunch of you, you know. Uh so anyway. Hmm. So anyway, so but but fight, you know, so maybe Firestar will help. All right. Firestar, the knockoff superhero invented for a mediocre cartoon that Brad Douglas thinks is so. Uh, you did not. <laughs> hey, after taking on Say Secret that Wars. to her face. <laughs> come on. I did a whole podcast ripping Secret Wars. You think I'm going to let up on Firestar? Oh. You know, JR, you I mean, let I insult incur- amazing friends. Come on. George is George. He's in deep thought. George, mm-hmm. are you okay? Mm-hmm. I think I think Dagger's Light is blinding him because Dagger's <laughs> Light will come in handy uh, all right, actually, all right, much all later right. in the story. So I think it was Dagger's Light. So anyway, <coughs> so Cloak says, "Okay, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a relatively worthless B, uh, C-list superhero. So we know how to find each other as worthless C-list superheroes. So I'll go get her." All right. So he disappears, and Spider-Man thinks, "Wait a minute." Doesn't Cloak need Dagger to teleport? JR, you have no soul. Yes. JR, you beat up Brett. JR crushed Brad's childhood. Look, they're finally off Team JR for a change. Welcome back, gang. I'm glad. You know know why JR has no soul? Because after 30 something years of marriage, my wife has slowly sucked it out of me. You know, so. Hornacek says. George is asleep with his eyes open for maximum carnage. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Spider-Man's thinking it's weird that Cloak can just teleport away without Dagger, but uh, but she's dead, right? Mm. Yeah, right. Anyway, Morbius, meanwhile, is on a mission to Ravencroft. 
to look up information on Shriek. And of course, in addition to being a vampire, a biologist, Morbius is also an expert computer hacker because <laughs> he can he can clearly turn on and log into a computer for which he has no authorization. <laughs> and not only that, finds a file on Shriek right away without having to look through the file directory. <laughs> and George, I mean, Brad, how does he type? <laughs> I mean, come on, you, you bring it up. I mean, bring up one of the yeah. panels again. How do you type with those nails? How do you type? You, you know, and, the and there's actually there's actually another panel. Keep going. Okay. Uh, let's see. Goes to the computer. Yeah. Go. Yeah, and then. Oh like, yeah, there he goes. That's how he types. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Jeez. All right. So anyway, he finds the file, uh, and uh, he says, "Well, I can print this out." Uh, but, uh, I can't get it to anybody yet cause the sun is coming up, you know, and I've, uh, you know, got to find, you know, I got to go in for my good day's <laughs> sleep and you know what the file that he prints out yeah, never appears in the rest <laughs> of the story. Uh, he goes there for absolutely nothing. The file never materializes <laughs> one way or the other. Well, so, they killed two pages. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. shocking. And a story that this, this long and bloated that they'd forget key details. So the Carnage gang are now hanging out at the New York Metropolitan Museum, being the art critics that they are. And of course, they're bickering. But an, an extreme emergency team of the NYPD burst in. And this extreme emergency team is specifically created to handle crud like them. Well, it only took seven issues now <laughs> for this so called extreme emergency team to break in or to, to show up, but then it just takes carrying a panel, uh, you know, carrying joins a fracas and the bad guys easily take care of this so-called extreme emergency team. Yeah, they're done. So I, I almost wonder because these people, the, the, because the authorities are so irrelevant, you know, I keep thinking, well, maybe edit editorial is saying guys, you at least got to make some kind of oblique reference. But then again, that would give editor assume that editorial actually is paying attention to the story, which I don't believe yeah. they are. Uh, so anyway, well, back in Soho, Mary Jane has conveniently gone home from partying and from getting, you know, having debris fall on her and being rescued by Spider-Man and lecturing Peter. Uh, so she's gone in, you know, that's pretty well wore her out. So she went back for a, a good night's sleep changed into a bathrobe or PJs or whatever. And Liz Allen knocks on the door uh -oh. wondering if MJ wants to have breakfast with her. Mary Jane replies, sorry, Liz, I was out late last night and just need your rest. Okay. <laughs> Liz, Liz says, okay, call us if you need us. Oh, yeah. now Soho is in between downtown and midtown. Soho literally means South of Houston. Uh, south of Houston Street. It's that, anyway, you know. Um, so Soho's in between downtown and midtown. And as we saw last issue, downtown was on fire. The Carnage Gang was tearing up midtown. But so Soho is this little island of tranquility where nothing's going on. You know, because Liz is, is she's, I mean, Liz is not in a panic. She's not knocking on the door going, Mary Jane, Mary Jane, are you there? Are you okay? The whole city's a bad house. We should all be getting out of here. I got a son to think of. Maybe, well, maybe we got to go. Maybe we should go to Jersey. God help us all, you know, but we got to get out of here. Yeah. But no, it's Mary Jane. You want to have breakfast? No. 
Okay, we'll call us if you need us. We we padded some more out, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, no, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, it's like the the island is is on. I mean, literally, the island is on fire. The city's on fire. The city's on fire. It's in chaos. It's being destroyed. You know, and yet all you know, it's it, like you know, Liz just. You know, I, I I guess she's you know she went out to get some legal paper signed, and now she's wanting to know if Mary Jane wants. She's you know she's not panicking or nothing just because a massive wave of death is heading their way. The, um, the chat is confused that is, Mary Jane is not pulling a knife on Liz. So, <laughs> she's thinking about it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, Mary Mary Jane has a knife in this next panel. Talk a bit about that, Jr. Well, here's the thing. <sighs> When this story started, Peter had agreed, you know, to, to give up being Spider-Man for a week. Okay. Well, naturally this catastrophe happened. So Mary Jane has spent the last several issues furious with Peter, you know, because he, he didn't give up, he didn't keep his promise to give up being Spider-Man a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But instead he's out fighting the wave of bizarre violence that's sweeping the city. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is. (laughs) Because nobody else is. You know, I mean, come on. The Fantastic Four didn't show up. It's not like an army of superheroes showed up and he would have been incidental. There's right. no other superheroes. You know, it's Black Cat, you know, and 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 uh Cloak and Dagger, and Dagger's dead, remember? Yeah, so it, it's it's so Mary J is so mad at him because he's trying to hold back a tie of a, tie, a tidal wave of murder. So, you know, that's selfish, the selfish Beatrice. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, Mary Jane's thinking, well, you know, my husband's not around. He's out trying to save thousands of people's lives, but I got this knife here. That'll really work when, you know, they come after me. And oh, by the way, I, I really want to kill Liz. Uh, <laughs> but, but see, that's not important now because see, we have a new player coming. Oh, into the- we do. We, got we a- do. Well, first of all, f- actually, first of all, though. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. We got Deathlock. I was about to say we got Deathlock. Okay. Now there he is. I don't understand. Who is this Deathlock? Okay, first of all, um, he's a uh, he's like a cyber assassin. No, I, the, I know, I know, but I remember this when is he Deathlock was, too. This is when he was Luther Manning, a soldier who was killed in battle, right. and his rotting corpse was fitted with cybernetic parts, and he wandered around in nightmarish New York City in the future year of nineteen ninety. All right, this is not. I don't. So think who the heck is no. this guy? This is the second one that came off the uh, the '90s ongoing series, mm-hmm. and they introduced him in like a four part uh, graphic novel. But 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 no, you know he was Michael in the Collins. Future. Is that it? He was that, in the, he was in the future. That ongoing he did was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was written by Dwayne McDuffie, I think. Yeah, I enjoyed and it, and I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Now the original Deathlock showed up in Tales to Astonish, and it was, and it was an interesting premise. Which after a few, finally after several years, I had a chance to read it, and unfortunately, it's not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, it pretty well wastes a pretty uh, wastes a pretty decent premise. Uh, but anyway, so I've I've never understood who all these other Deathlocks are because to me, it's Luther Manning fighting cannibals and zombies, and yeah. the Werewolf and Riker, Sergeant Riker, or whatever his name was in the year nineteen ninety. <laughs> Yeah, Commander Riker. All right. Well, Deathlock, because he's a human computer here, he's monitoring information at a speed no human could hope to match. 
You know, right? maybe thinks, maybe Morbius can hack Deathlock. He's so he, good with yeah. computers. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, <laughs> Deathlock thinks all these reports of violence. Never seen anything like this before. Guess I better do something. Okay, so you mean you need to be able to monitor information at a speed no mere human could hope to process to tell that something is going on in the city. Okay. I mean, I assume he's in New York, right? So just turn on the damn TV. Yeah. Look out the window. But fortunately, he can pro- because he can process information at a speed no mere human could hope to process. He's figured out that something is going on because he's smart. Anyway, Spider-Man and friends make it to the Baxter Building, which was damaged in an explosion and during an event known as oh, what was as? it? It should be two words that are just at the top of your lips because it was the conclusion of a massive 20-something movie event over 12 years. But Infinity War. Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah, was yeah. Infinity, Infinity War, War number yeah. two. Got oh, it, yeah. right. All right. Anyway. So they go after the uh, they go after the sonic gun, but before that all happens, we have a fourteen page ad. Oh God! For some, fourteen page for some dumbass X Men event. Here, pull it up. I don't have this on Unlimited. Look, what do we That's got? Fourteen right, pages. I have, I have the actual rotting wood pulp here, Brad. Oh, oh my God! So like, so here's this, you know, and and what the you heck? know, more and just yeah. right in the middle. I mean, I don't even know what this is advertising. I can't even. It looks like they cut and paste like Marvel Age of Apocalypse. Age. It looks like a po- Age of Apocalypse. It's what's not, it, what's the story it. called? I don't know. It, I really, literally, I can't tell. Was that when the West Coast Avengers teamed up with the X Men? That might be what it is. I, I don't know. There's like, there's like, and there, then there's like Thor's uh, uh, stupid brother Thunderstrike, or is that Thor, or is that Thunder? Well, that's Thunderstrike. Yeah, you know, and then and then there's just like this weird guy. Who's this weird guy? Galactus with a skull on his chest or something? I don't get it. That's Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah, that's Wonder Man's brother. Yeah. Oh, and Mephisto. Can't forget Mephisto. See Mephisto. Yeah. So, but it's like I have no idea what this is. It doesn't. It's it's like quotes by a bunch of people, and then we get a two page ad for the Hunt for Magneto contest for Sega. Oh my God. And then we get back to the story. All right. Okay. So we go to Queens where May Parker and Robot Dad are on the street. And Robot Dad tells May that he wished she'd waited till next week to deposit her social security check. Uh, and it's like, and I was thinking, well, wait a minute, who the hell gets a paper social security check? So I did some research. And unfortunately, people were still receiving paper checks up to 2011. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So I guess, so here I was about to talk, you know, and then it's like, come on, I was getting my paycheck direct deposited before 1993. Anyway, I remember at the time, um, because I remember reading an article about this and I I can't remember where now, but I remember they were saying that, um, that moving away from paper, you know, because I'm number one, everything else was going electronic anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they felt that it would cut down on fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because fortunately, nobody's smart enough to get into the computer, are they? Once it's in a computer, it's safe. <laughs> so, anyway. So, maybe so Parker and Robot Dad. 
Anyway, May Parker and Robot Dad. You know, I mean, we don't know that he's Robot Dad, but he's Robot Dad. Okay. I mean, this dude's wearing the tie, you know, and he's going to assault Aunt May, but, you know, Robot Dad is there to save the day and he smacks him with something or other. Robot, Robot Spy Dad. Yeah. And uh, so Robot Dad says, wow. May, you're always talking about the good in humanity, huh? How good was this guy? Huh? Huh? You want to give him another chance? Huh? Huh? See, I was right. I was right. Everybody's crazy. All right. All right. So finally, I guess all this madness has reached the outer boroughs. Because remember, in the previous issues, both Peter and Mary Jane at separate times left Manhattan to go to Queens. And at neither time did either May or Robot Dad ask them, what the heck is going on in Manhattan Island? <laughs> of course. Anyway, we're well, back in Midtown. The Carnage Gang is racking up more body counts because, oh, I don't know. People are still wandering in the streets when the island should be on total lockdown. But why quibble? And after all, now Deathlock shows up with guns a-blazing. <laughs> and and let, let, let's go to Deathlock here for a minute. I got him. There he is. Okay, it took a while to analyze data from the city's emergency service network to locate the source of the horrors being committed. What do you mean it took a while to analyze the data from the city's emergency? Look out the damn window! Yeah, could, you, <laughs> could you not follow the screams or the trails of blood? <laughs> what? You know, I mean, are there I love it. Horn, Horn six, right. He, he's looking at, he's on dial-up on AOL in AOL 93. Again. That's why it took so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's got to plug it. He's got to plug it. All he should do is just open the window and listen to everybody screaming and listen he, to. The- he's he's uh he's Richard Parker trying to uh, send a uh, video from an airplane <laughs> to a Windows ninety five box. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. I will yeah. never get over that. Oh my God, that was. Oh, I that was that was so. That moment was almost Zen for me when I realized that because yeah. I'd, I'd been working in computers for a long time. And, you know, and even when I wasn't, you know, um, I just I, I had a good sense of connectivity. And I remember saw, seeing that and I was like, yeah, it would take him like uh, from from yeah. being in the air like eight, nine hours to download uh, yeah. that video to like the <laughs> Windows 95 box if it didn't stop. 75% of the way through. Yeah. Cause I remember how long it took me to, uh, to render video back then. Jesus. Yep. Christ. Oh, oh you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I remember, um, I remember for example, um, you know, uh, when the, uh, when the, some of the star Trek fan films started coming out first in, you know, James Colley group and they were, they, 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 they had just released, the, the, the one really, really good one with George Takei, you know, so it's like, Hey, you know, I'll, uh, set this up to download and I'll come back tomorrow morning and it'll be there. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, yeah. I had to wait. I had to go to work and come back from work before it was finally waiting for me. JR two, two, two issues left. 20 minutes left. Go. Oh, you've, you've, you've hidden. You're getting close to the buzzer. Come on. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't matter how far I get here because then the next part, I've got all the time in the you world. Do. So anyway. You have a lot of time. All right. Western. Unfortunately, death, death lock is taken down by the bad guys. Well, the good guys break into the Baxter building, grab Reed Richards, Sonic blaster. What all of a sudden cloak, finds him and he's got Firestar with him. Firestar who is at Warriors HQ all yeah. by herself of course. Okay. Now, first of all, where is Warriors HQ? I mean, I don't know, but in New York. In New yep. York. She says Cloak showed up and gave me a quick rundown of what was going on. So I want to help any way I can. What do you mean Cloak gave you a rundown? Cloak had to give you a rundown? You're at Warriors HQ and you're not monitoring something? <laughs> 
What are you doing at Warrior HQ? Are you doing the dishes? Mopping playing, the floor? Playing, playing out the game. toilet? She's playing at, Maximum Carnage on the uh, Sega Genesis. <laughs> look look how like disappointed a, Felicia is that Firestar showed up. Look at this. <laughs> She's well, it must be cold, too. Oh, uh, that poor, poor girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Felicia say, guys, no, notice me, guys. Come on, notice me. Um, but it's like, oh, I was at Warriors HQ all by myself, of course. Uh, and uh, Cloak just told me what was going on because I wasn't doing any monitoring of the situation. And by the way, I'm not going to call any of the other new Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I mean, what were the new Warriors going to do anyway? They really weren't all that great. Speedball, Night Thrasher. Yeah, they they, they, yeah, they made a big impression during Maximum Clonage. See, they can show up for Maximum Clonage, but they can't show up for Maximum Carnage. What a bunch always, of losers. As if you wanted that. five, six more people in this book, JR. Come on. All right. Th so, thanks, Michelini, for that. You know, pro so probably what was happening, Firestar was probably monitoring and watching. She was just, and she was eating popcorn or whatever. And then, you know, Clo you know Cloak shows up and says, ah, great. Now I guess I got to go help. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're the group of five now because Morbius, it's only five because Morbius is taking his daylight snooze, you know, vampire thing and all. All right. They go after Carnage and, uh, they made a comment that they make a comment that, you know, Spider-Man says, well, science is now on their side, you know, and we go to a scene of Deathlock hanging in Times Square, you know, by the Carnage group, like they're charging him up for something or they're going to use him for something because Spire makes a reference of we have science on our side now. Okay. So it looks like the Carnage group is going to use this cybernetic super, you know, warrior to help them. That's the impression you get, but that doesn't happen anyway. So, He's being so that's the end of it, part seven. So seven down, seven go to go. We're having. <laughs> oh God! Will you make it to the end? <laughs> oh my God! So, oh Spider Man number thirty six and Venom is it's no more Mister Nice Venom. Got it. There it is. There it is. Oh my God! So we start off at the Daily Bugle, which is really funny because. Written by Terry Cavanaugh, of course. Oh, no. All right. When it starts off by saying when brutal killer, serial killer Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage, uh, first made his bloody escape from Ravencroft Hospital, New York locked up tight. Yeah, right. No, Tell it to the didn't. nightclub. Tell no, didn't. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Do you even, have you even read what's been, have you even read your own writing? You know? I mean, everybody's been not. out. The, everybody's been out in the streets partying and going to restaurants and going to lawyers' offices. You know, or going to, didn't even know what the hell was going on. Or going to Queens <laughs> to visit Aunt May. And, and you know, Terry, Terry Kavanaugh wrote that web with the, he with also the party. Wrote, but he, yeah, he wrote the part six where Mary Jane was at the party. <laughs> but he says here, New York is locked up tight. No. Anyway, and then and Ben Yurick tells JJJ, "Oh, there's downtown looting, uptown rioting, <laughs> wilding in Central Park. The entire city's under siege." <laughs> yeah, it is. I guess <laughs> you wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> obviously, because nobody really knows. Firestar doesn't know she's hanging out in the if head, you know, and and Warriors HQ and Cloak has to tell her what's going on. Deathlock has to plug himself into the city's information network, you know, to try to figure out what's going on. You know, so I, I don't know. You know. Wow. Anyway, so JJ walks into his office and finds the spider friends there, and they want him to print a story in the Daily Bugle to bait Carnage into a trap. J. Jonah, JJJ tells him to screw off, you know, that Carnage was there the other day making demands, but changes his mind when Venom starts slurping. All right. 
The next panel has a pedestrian standing on the corner of 52nd Street reading the paper. Yeah, all right. New York's locked down, all right. This dude just (laughs) reading a paper on this, on the, you know, carnage. Maybe he's the coroner (laughs) going into work. Well, maybe maybe this will convince the authorities to show up. All right. The scene switches to the Soho loft of Peter Parker, the man under the Spider-Man mask. In the event, you didn't know that already. Okay. That Peter Parker, Spider-Man. All right. Which, and this is Soho, which remains one of the few pockets of peace uh, left on the beleaguered island of Manhattan. I don't think there'd be any pockets of peace, but whatever. All right. Well, it turns out that Aunt May and robot parents have just taken a cab in from Forest Hills. How? (laughs) Emergency vehicles only would be allowed on the streets by this time. Okay. But how, 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 how would you be able to take a cab from Forest Hills to New York, to Midtown with this going on? You know, I mean, I know New York cab drivers are crazy. Like Jerry Seinfeld once said, they'll take they'll take chances with your life for three dollars that you wouldn't for three thousand. But I mean, come on. Anyway, so they encounter a bunch of thugs who tell these geezers the street belongs to them and they got to pay the street tax. But that's before Flash Thompson, man of action. And Agent Venom. Man. You know, I mean, the the dude is tank top man. All right. Wife beater man because he's wearing his white beater. All right. Um, and Molten Man jump into action and take down the punks. And Mark Raxton proclaims the building is under the protection of the Molten Man. Yeah. Well, Flash is there because he just happened to be in the neighborhood, of course, looking for Felicia Hardy, who he, remember Flash was dating Felicia, and uh, f- but Felicia hasn't been heard from in days. Okay, so this has been going on for days. Okay, just just yeah. so you know, you know, this isn't like in a short time window where maybe superheroes really were doing something else and couldn't get to New York. I no. don't remember Team Spidey stopping to go to sleep at any point. Oh, they do, though. I mean, it's, it's, they do. Apparently, apparently they do, because it's like day comes in the night and night goes in the day or whatever. And there you go. Uh, some, I, I mean, remember like going from one massive pointless fight to the next. Well, something, yeah, I, you know, I guess Peter, you know, and Peter needs to rest his cracked ribs. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's funny. You know, this has been going on for a long time because even Eddie Brock flew in from San Francisco to New York. Okay. And you just don't fly. I mean, you know, I mean, anybody you float, it, you know, it takes like what, three, four hours to fly. And then you got the weights in the airport and stuff like that. Eddie Brock can make it in time for, you know, to join the fight, but no other superhero can. Eddie Brock just flew in, and boy, are his arms tired. (laughs) But, um, okay. All right. Well, the Carnage Gang have themselves made their way to the Brooklyn Orphanage where Cletus Casty were raised. And and we get a little, you know, we get a little Cletus thinking about just, you know, he's a serial killer because people were mean to him. All right. We go back to Times Square where Deathlock is still hanging up on a sign with all sorts of power surging. And the city workers can't turn it off. They can't get him down because there's a continuous feedback loop between Deathlock's energy circuits and the neon sign, which prevents the authorities from even turning off the power. But then all of a sudden, a glowing fist. Who do you think this is? Glowing fist, Brad. Show us the glowing fist. Come on. Come on. Uh, the glowing fist would be one of Ge- George's favorites. Uh, Iron, Iron fist. Fist. Yes. It is Finn Jones to the rescue. All right. No, no, it's not. <laughs> 
that's not Finn. No, that's not. Finn oh, Jones. Right. Finn Jones takes down Deathlock. That's not and Finn And we go Jones. back to the Brooklyn Orphanage where Spider-Man and friends now confront the Carnage family oh. in four pages of fighting. All right. Morbius now shows up to the party because I guess it's dark now. Yeah, he can come um, out. Without the file that he supposedly printed on Shriek. I guess <laughs> they don't need it now. All right. Maybe he memorized it. <laughs> Maybe he did. So, I mean, after all, he's a biologist, a vampire, a computer hacker. He can type with big, long nails. But he you can't know, he take can a shark. <laughs> no, no, no. He's vulnerable to sharks. Yeah. Uh, but Carnage is unaffected by the sonic gun. Mm. How is that possible? But Firestar's microwave heat is able to weaken him. And the symbiote seems to melt off Car Cassidy's body. Venom goes in for the kill, and Spider-Man stops him saying, there have to be limits, Venom. <laughs> now, if you're a comic book reader, you have had enough of Spider-Man yourself by yeah. this point in time. Well, you know. Uh, I mean, that's exactly what, I mean, that's what Peter Parker would say. This is 100% true with Peter Parker. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It is consistent with the character. <laughs> uh i don't yeah i guess it is but it's i still think it's bad writing i mean you, to make your character look like this much of a whiny you know uh man whatever I mean, batman would do the same superman would do the same uh, punisher wouldn't hey, no, punisher, punisher, would. punisher wolverine no but okay so Shriek slaps Sense into Cassidy and the Carnage symbiote, which is now permanently bonded into Cassidy, regenerates. And that's the end of part eight. Eight Ugh. down, six to go. And we have another ad for Zit Fighters. Okay. Ah, zit All fighters. right. Now, now this time, kids, though, uh, grab your Stridex pads uh, and be a Zit Fighter. And get your own X-Men collector's comic by sending in one proof of purchase from any Stridex product. Oh, my God. And $1 to Stridex, P.O. Box 1233, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Can you uh, right. hold up that uh, what the comic looks like? Because I think I mailed off for that. <laughs> Are you kidding see. me? Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> You emailed you, off for the X Men special zit I, issue. I was I was eighteen. I needed. I had the. You zit were eighteen. Yeah, ninety three. I was eighteen. I had zits at eighteen. I had so. zits at eighteen. I had that Stridex. I'm like, I'm going to cut it off and I'm going to mail off and get a, an X Men because I, I need, did it. I, I need my X Men zit story. I, I, <laughs> Spider Man fights a zit. <laughs> I mean, X Men fight the zits. All right. <laughs> Adam All right. says. Send in proof of purchase and one zit and a dollar and a half. Will, you really will. We we use it as a meme on here. You will buy damn anything. <laughs> I bought a zit comic. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not yeah. even amazed. I mean, it all. It, it, it yeah, all rings surprised. I'm just. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, I just, I just I need to know why. Brad and his free Spider-Man Stridex X-Men tie-in comic. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Last one. You All got right, 13 got, minutes. I, I, I got 11 minutes to do this. Okay. okay. Spectacular 202. The issue opens with Carnage gleefully gloating over his apparent inability to be stopped. Venom, Morbius, and Cloak rush in head on to take on the bad guys. And Firestar and Spider-Man are having a crisis of confidence. Whereas Firestar says, who are we working with? Nothing justifies these methods. 
before the black cat reminds them, the two of them reminds the two of them just how bad things are. And she says, carnage and his crew have turned this city on its head. Dozens of people have been slaughtered. No, remember 84 people were killed just when carnage escaped from Ravencroft in the very first issue. I mean, that was dozens of people. Te- technically, JR84 is dozens. Yeah, it was dozens back then. But since then, remember, bodies lined the sidewalks in Central Park like kitty litter? Carrion was drifting over blood-stained streets of downtown Manhattan. Dozens was days ago. We are now in the hundreds, if not thousands. You know, I, I again, I would say Marvel is trying to walk back this story. What you know? Oh my God, maybe we've made it too violent. But again, that presumes <laughs> that presumes editorial was, was actually paying attention to anything in this issue anyway. But it's like, it's, I, I just can't believe it. It's like, oh, dozens of people have been killed. Are you kidding? Almost a hundred were killed just in Ravencroft in the first issue. Right. I mean, we passed dozens ages ago. Anyway, the scene switches to Soho, where Mary Jane has already gone through nearly as many cigarettes as George oh, used to oh, do in real, a night playing D and D. Let's take a look at the splash panel. The commenters are saying that it's interesting to see, or Adam said it's interesting to see Sal Buscema draw Venom and Carnage. He didn't do that much uh, in his run, but he did it here. And look at that splash panel, just beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. Love that. The Morbius movie has not come out yet. No. Yeah. Our uh, pal Sal indeed. Someone was uh, off topic. Yeah. Parker Luck. What's that? Matt Bird. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't come out. It hasn't come out yet. So. It's not going to come out for a while. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe five. Yeah. Tell me. Tell, and tell me how it is. Cause I ain't going to go see it. I'm not um, going to see it. I will. Uh, I, I I'm going to bring my you zip go comic. See anything. <laughs> you buy a zip comic and you go see anything. Anyway, look at all those cigarettes. Like look at those cigs. That's more, you know, she's, she's smoking George, more cigarettes. How long would that take you to get through there? Right there. How, 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 how many hours? Uh, I think George can do that in about five minutes. <laughs> That's three podcasts right there. Isn't it? <laughs> back, back when I used to smoke, I used to smoke like, uh, I don't know, like three an hour maybe. Oh, wow. So anyways, the scene, you know, Mary Jane's there smoking. And uh, she's kvetching that Peter made her a promise so we, that he wouldn't go out playing Spider-Man for a week. One stinking week. Again, I I, I, I don't know. The, I, I don't get this. But then she says, oh, Peter, please don't die. Okay. So, uh, again, it's like, so, you know, like no other superhero showing up. You know, hundreds, thousands of people are getting killed. And you're mad because he couldn't stop being Spider-Man for this. I I don't know what's going on. You know, the writer was J.M.D. Mateus, who, frankly, I usually feel felt was a pretty good writer mm-hmm. uh, outside his uh, his, uh, tw- his his psychology when he tries to play amateur psychiatrist in his early Marvel team up work. Um, well, now we get something of an explanation for why the good citizens in New York are acting even more wackier than usual. Uh, it turns out uh, during a confrontation between Shriek and Cloak. Shriek claims that Cloak sucked her into his cloak when she was just a normal rock groupie on drugs. And the experience turned her into Shriek. And now she's able to broadcast her lunacy outside herself to and affect the people around her. But hanging out with Carnage has amped it up. Like she says, Carnage is the battery and I'm the radio. Mm-hmm. Black Cat. <laughs> What? Well, one more time. Can you say that line? 
<laughs> what was that line? I'm not making this up. I mean, no, I'm not making this up. Carnage what, is the battery, and what, I'm what the panel radio. is that? I'm trying to find what panel that is. Carnage is the battery. What? Where is the panel? What is it? Help me. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, Carnage is the. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, she bites cloak. Man, she mean. Yeah, she is. <laughs> well, I mean, she's been murdering people for like. Oh, yeah, uh, it's, like it, it was, yeah, yeah. That, that, that right there, Brad. The where she's you see her and she, her hand is up and she's looking at the people in the yeah, le- in the one. bottom in the corner in the corner. Oh, okay, it's over. Oh, there it I've is. Been able to really it. Carnage is the battery. I'm the, the radio. radio, and together. Huh, we I mean, make let's face tunes. It. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> Black Cat and Morbius fall to the mob and to Demo Goblin, and once again, Firestar zaps Carnage. And this time, it's it's pretty clear Carnage is deathly afraid of her power, and he runs away. So Venom realizes that even though Carnage regenerated the last time she zapped him, the solution is to keep zapping him to the point where he can't regenerate and not to let up until he's dead. And Venom says, you're going to cook him and cook him till there's nothing left but a little red smear on the grass. And of course, Firestar and Spider-Man said, no, there's going to be another way. <laughs> and Venom brings up, a, there is no other way. <laughs> You know, so fi- Spider-Man finally gives in, or as Dean Mateus describes him, he's a broken, desperate man. So he tells Firestar what to do, and she complies. Well, Firestar starts zapping Carnage and has him on the ropes before Spider-Man you, just can't take it anymore and tells her to stop. You know you've gone too far when even Spider-Man says, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you need to die. <laughs> in the exactly. name of God, stop. Yeah, but I, I will say this. The situation is not helped by Venom sitting there going, yeah, I mean, cooking, cooking. I mean, brains, brains. That's, that's literally why he's doing cooking, cooking, killing, killing. So, you know, I guess that would get old too. Make, yeah, make him suffer, make him burn. I mean, like Donald Sutherland in Backdraft, you know, I mean. <laughs> So wow, wow, Jeez. boy, that's a deep cut. Damn, <laughs> you guys must have wow. saw Backdraft, right? Oh, right, yeah, but good god, it's been 30 years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I've slept you know, since then. What, what are you gonna, what, 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 see this little girl? What, what did you do to her? <laughs> I burned her. What would you do if you got out? <laughs> I burned her again. What would you do to the world, Ronald? Burn <laughs> See you next year, Ronald. Anyway, so uh, Firestar stops. Venom is so mad, he attacks Firestar. So Spider-Man jumps in and starts throwing down with Venom, but Venom knocks him all the way to Pennsylvania. Carnage Whoa, revives. Yeah, Carnage <laughs> revives and Shriek fries Venom with enough sonic blast to weaken the symbiote and turn him back into Eddie Brock. And not only that... Um, Oh, wait a minute. I, yeah, I was about to say, uh, Eddie, obviously, in, in the same time that Morbius had time to go get his nails done, Eddie had time to get his mullet cut because he doesn't have his mullet anymore. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he went back to his military style haircut. So, yeah, you know, you ask if people were going to bed, George. Well, obviously, Eddie had time to go get a haircut. Um, anyway, so Eddie falls to the combined might of Shriek and Carnage. They run off with Brock and to- so they can conduct some good old-fashioned torture. Uh, oh, they also grab Reed Richards' sonic blaster along the way. 
So all of our heroes are laying on the grass drooling. And Spider-Man tries to pick himself up when he hears, how about a hand, son? You look like you could use one. Yeah. And in a Playboy style spread, because in order to see it, you got to hold the comic like this, you know? So in a Playboy style spread. There you go. There oh, you it's go. two pages. Yeah. Good grief. Playboy style spread. You know, Captain America reaches out to Spider-Man, and we just know that things are going to get better from here. Nine down, five to go, and two minutes before the hour. You I did it. Did real it. quick. We'll take some real quick questions before we hit the part three. Uh, it's so Mike says it's so nice to see Sal Buscema's art again at the height of his power. One of my favorites. Buscema's Venom is really good. Backdraft does have a great cast. <laughs> it did. It was <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt says when Venom's the one making the most sense, you know the stories jump the shark. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Here's the thing. You should not be in agree, be agreeing with Venom. And again, yeah. that's the point I make. Like, you know, we don't want Spider-Man to kill. That's not what Spider-Man does. That's not what Spider-Man believes in. But boy, this story is making it hard to sympathize yeah. with Spider-Man. Adam I mean, says, even Spider-Man is like, dude, no, we have to kill him. Yeah. Adam says at this point, Peter sh- would probably see the need to kill off Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, Adam's also looking forward to how they're going to do Shriek in the Venom 2 movie. She was in the trailer. Did you fellas see the trailer of Venom 2 with Shriek in it? Oh, hell no. Why would you think I would watch that? Because <laughs> you're Spider-Man fans. It's but not, we're not that's Venom not fans. Spider-Man. That's uh, not Spider-Man. Spider-Man's not in the movie. We don't care. God, you'll uh, watch anything. Buy anything. Zit Comics. I have to admit, Cap showing up at the end of the issue was a big thrill to my younger self. I would agree. And and the sea salvage summer draws Cap again. a boring childhood. No, man. No, it was a it was a cool moment, but at the same yeah. time, I mean, like, it's, where's he been? Yeah. I, I, oh, I, yeah. Oh, did you get a sandwich? <laughs> did you go out for Chinese food on the other side of the world? Did you guys ever read uh, Sal Buscema and uh, Steve Englehart's Cap in the seventies? Uh, they had a great run. They had a great run, and it's good to see Sal's drawing of Cap one more time. So. All right, we will be back in just a minute. Uh, George unfortunately has to tap out. He is falling oh, asleep. <laughs> the fans want him to stay up, but he will be passed out and snoring if we aren't careful. George, if you do it without you, my heart's going to give out. Someone has to pick up for me when I have a heart attack during the next part. Reach out the Cap's hand, George. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I worked 11 hours today. I'm, I'm done. I'm cashed. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, One more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.